and hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach and Alex here as always. Today we're joined hello. by a very, very special guest. Yeah, hello, Alex. Sorry, I didn't... <laughs> 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 I was ready to keep talking. Um, We are joined today by Elizabeth Blackstock. Hello, hello, Elizabeth. Welcome to the Gay hello. Racing Podcast. We're very excited. Thank you for having me. I'm yes. so stoked to be here. Yes, we're very excited. I got the invite. You. It's like being in an exclusive club. Oh, yeah. Me and I, we're pretty cool. Definitely. We're pretty cool. You guys oh, we're are pretty legit. We're yeah. very cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Elizabeth, for people that don't know you, um, yes. just kind of who are you? Introduce yourself. What do you do in the motorsports community? Um, I I write things. I write a lot of words. Uh, I'm the breaking news. <laughs> I'm the breaking news editor at Jalopnik. Okay. Uh, I'm also the contributor for the race weekend. Uh, I've had bylines and road and track, a girl's guide to cars and the drive. And I am co-writing a book with Alanis King called Racing with yes. Rich Energy about the rich energy <laughs> saga of Formula One. Yes. So a little all over the place, but it's my my. That's what I've always wanted to do, so I'm here doing it. That's awesome. That's I, awesome. I mean, it's like kind of like my pipe dream to have a job <laughs> in racing, something yes. involving racing. Yes. Um, yes. That's but, on same. Same. I got very lucky. I yeah. kind of stumbled into it, so I I've been blessed since then. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of like vicariously living through that with mm -hmm. Alex because he's gonna try to mm -hmm. pursue something like that. So Alex, no mm -hmm. pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. All, all of our hopes and dreams are riding on you. No big deal. Yep. <laughs> I, it's been like that for the last two years, Alex. Come on, keep going. <laughs> Everyone's counting on you. Um, yeah. So you mentioned the book. I'm mm -hmm. so curious about this because yes. I've seen you and Alana's promoting it. Like, mm -hmm. I just want to know. Like, did you, did you get all the tea? on what's going on over there we got like, a decent amount we like there were a lot of people who were really unsure what our goals were with the book yeah. so there were people who were like are you promoting rich energy are you like you know from the company trying to write a book about the company or are you trying to talk bad about them are you trying to like disparage yeah. them and we're like somewhere in between of like yeah. we're just trying to talk about These what happened yeah, these we've fact checked this book like nine times. I'm so sick of seeing the words of this book because we've looked over it and like gone through with a fine tooth comb to remove even the a word with the slightest tinge yeah. of a connotation that we couldn't back up with a fact. Um, so we got some really good stuff. There were some former athletes that were Rich Energy sponsored who talked to us and told us kind of what happened Ooh. along the way. We had a lot of people, um, especially as after Rich Energy had left F1 and gone into other pursuits, um, stories that had had gone on in that that instance that we can't really say anything about because we we tried to have at least two sources for everything. Um, if someone didn't want to share their name, so if someone was on total background, we had to find something else. There were a lot of things that no one really wanted to share with us because of that reason. Um, but we got some goods. Uh, Rich yeah. Energy attempted to purchase a current Formula One track. I can't say which oh. one, but there were talks that happened. Um, there were oh, wow. financial sponsorship schemes that did not actually involve money. Um, yeah, there was. There's a lot that went on that we like hint at, but we couldn't. You know, I know it's an energy there'll drink. There'll be a sequel. Yeah, it's an energy tea. drink, but that's tea. Girl, that's I am tea. excited. I'm because I normally don't read books. <laughs> Heartstopper got me back into wanting to read a book again. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to be reading that. I'll oh, be waiting God. for the Netflix adaptation because... <laughs> <laughs> you know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. One can only hope. <laughs> wow. That's really cool. When, I'm excited for when that. When does it come out? When's the book come um, out? We're hoping October of this year. Um, nice. Our goal is to coincide with the U.S. Grand Prix because Alanis and I both oh. live in Texas. It'd be so easy promote it during that time yeah, but we have right. literally no idea um yeah. but that's what we're hoping from the publisher because i was like if you can get it sorted out for this time frame this specific week uh we could do really big things that's uh awesome. have some that's meet and awesome. greets and whatever yeah and... go to coda with a yeah. little tent <laughs> yeah exactly exactly we can just show up like alana's bought made us these umbrellas that are like advertising those. the book <laughs> Just walk around with those. Like, you know where to find us. You know how to buy a book because we'll have them and we have the umbrellas. <laughs> that is I love awesome. that. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how that Thank comes you. out for y'all. That's awesome. Oh, cool. I'm excited for it to be done. Uh, it's, <laughs> I'm tired of well, about it. I mean, you're putting a lot of work on it to make it absolutely, you know, yeah. perfect as you can make it so that, you know, to save mm-hmm. you and Alana's y'all's yeah. butts from any. We started. So. We started working on this before the pandemic. If that tells you any wow, indication wow. of how long wow. we've been doing this, so it'll be so nice to have it like wrapped up. Wow, if out I to had, people. If I had any perception of time since 2020, I'd say that's a long time. But. <laughs> it feels like an eternity. <laughs> Every yeah, waking up in the morning, being like, I have another chapter to write today, was exhausting. Man. So glad that yeah. we're at least in the the final days. That's awesome. That's great. Well, I just recently discovered you on Twitter, and we followed each other. Yes. And like you crack me up every single day. <laughs> and it's just stream of consciousness nonsense. So I'm, I'm glad someone appreciates it. And I I mainly see like your tweets about Blaney and Joseph and IndyCar. Mm-hmm. I'm a big IndyCar yes. guy. You're a big yeah, fan of all three of those be. things, Alex. <laughs> oh, that's true. But as you should be. Yeah, they're my big three. Um, I just wanted to know, like, what is your favorite motorsport, like in general? It's IndyCar. Period. Like, period. Yeah, yeah. It should like, be. I grew up with NASCAR, and then I got mm-hmm. out of it as I got older because, like, we my we watched it every weekend. We were very my family was into it, uh, and then my mom kind of cut us off when we were having my brother's birthday party during the 2001 Daytona 500. Uh, and oh. so we saw Dale Earnhardt die at my brother's birthday party. So my mom at that point was like, we're done with this. You know, every so often we'll watch a race, but it's not a thing. I shouldn't um, laugh, but... I mean, it, it, I'm kind of like, shocked. I'm just, I don't yeah. know how to react. <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a like whole thing. Like when you say that, like that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, I was at a birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, I was wow. the biggest Mark Martin fan as a kid. I had, like, oh, the yeah. helmet and the fire suit outfit, and I'd pretend to be a little Mark Martin race car driver oh. cruising around the front yard in my electric Jeep. Um, but, yeah, as I got older, I got out of cars and racing because I was like, you can't like what your family likes. So it was supremely uncool to be oh, into NASCAR because that mm. was my family's thing. Um, and then I got into Chris Hemsworth. And I saw Rush, mm. and I was like, Formula One is obscene. I love the <laughs> 1970s. I want to know more. Um, and I got into racing back again when I was in high school through through that. Um, yeah, and then I discovered IndyCar after a summer of going to Formula One races, and I went to Pocono and realized, like, for less than $100, you can camp, get a ticket, and also have paddock passes. 
and meet yep. all the drivers. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I flew to Austria to watch a Formula One race this summer. And I did, like, half as much stuff as I did in a single day at IndyCar. So I was all yeah. in at that point. Full force. I loved wow. it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That IndyCar's it's... accessibility is just so it's amazing. so nice. Yeah. It's so, even for the 500, where it's like, that's the expensive race of the season. It's so much cheaper than anything else you could do with pretty much any other series. And that for is so sure. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Being getting... able to purchase a paddock pass in and of itself for like less than $100 is ridiculous. So a great, great thing that they're doing. I'm taking Zach to Iowa and we have paddock passes oh, for one yeah. of the days. And so I've never I been to an okay. IndyCar event. I've never been to an oh IndyCar event. Oh my God. Event. Okay. So it'll okay. be my first. First of all, I'm <laughs> hoping wait. to go. I'm hoping to go. We could do a little hangout. Ooh. Oh, absolutely. Uh, ah! Iowa has been like one of my dream tricks since I first got into IndyCar. Uh, and that's the fact that it's a doubleheader this year was like yes. it mm -hmm. kind of, it makes me really, really, really want to go. So fingers crossed because oh. I would love to be there. We yes, could, we could hang out. I, oh, we yes. Could, we could get you all just full IndyCar experience. Oh. It'd be great. Yes, I'm so excited for it. I'm counting down the days. <laughs> Alex is literally well, counting down the days. He has like a phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm As ready. You should. As you As should. I should. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yeah, IndyCar is our favorite too. If that wasn't obvious, okay. Um, I feel like oh, yeah. we, we have this. We have well, not same lives, but similar lives in terms of like watching yeah. NASCAR growing up. I didn't have any tragic birthday parties, but um, we <laughs> 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 the best. Well, I, yeah. But yeah, um, so moving on from that. Mm -hmm. Um, we have a question that we like to ask every um guest on the podcast, and we told right. you about this before we recorded. Yes. Um. So, if you could yes. drive, and Alex, I don't even remember what our answers to this was. Um. But <laughs> I don't if you, remember. If you could drive any race car at any track, what would you choose? Um. What race car would it be, and what track would it be? I've got it. All right. You got I'm it. Okay. Prepared for this. Um. I am a very big Francois Sever fan. He was a Formula One driver from 1970 to 1973. I would want to drive his 1971 winning race car at Watkins Glen, where he won his first and only Formula One race. Um, and then, like, Watkins Glen has just been where my life has simultaneously fallen apart and come together many, many times. Uh, it was where my I met my husband, but also during that same weekend broke up with my boyfriend, who I've oh been dating God. before. Oh, wow. <laughs> I need to go to Watkins so, Glen. <laughs> yeah. How do you find love? It's a time. Yeah. It's, it's a time. Oh that's gosh. where I met my mains. So, I'm yeah, trying to find my boyfriend at IndyCar. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Who, who's uh, going to show up at Iowa? That's amazing. <laughs> that's crazy. So, yeah. Watkins Glen have to be. Old Formula One cars are just great, too. Um, it's like old Formula One and IndyCar feel very similar to oh, me yeah. in the fact that they were mm -hmm. both... A little bit dangerous, a little bit extremely accessible, um, and it relies a lot upon what the driver inputs are, and it's a little yeah. bit less technical, which is nice. It's not as dramatic, um, mm -hmm. though I do love me some Formula One drama. Cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Love that. Can you say that driver's <laughs> name again one more time? I didn't catch it. Francois Sever. France girl. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. <laughs> So, he's, we he's like a to beautiful keep, man. We like to keep a like well, a, a log of it. Okay, girl. Well, I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll I've written. I've written about this man so many times. Like, changed my life. Changed my 
you know, writing about going to Watkins Glen for the first time was like the first time I realized I wanted to write about motorsport. Um, wow. And I had just gone on, oh, a, on a random weekend. Yeah. Okay. He's a beautiful boy. Yeah, beautiful name. I'll tell you what. <laughs> beautiful name. I do love my Frenchman. So he is French. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, oh yeah. Spittin'? You spitting. You <laughs> spitting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so dramatic. I know. He's the moodiest. <laughs> Look at his like, eyes. Oh, oh, such. There's so much drama around him, too. Like, there, there were, like, I can't even sum it up in a few words, but there were, like, He's the main character. Tarot card readers He's that were like, character. you're you're supp- you're gonna, you know, die before you're thirty. And he died before he was thirty. His last race before he turned thirty, he was killed in oh, at no. Watkins Glen. But like all of these, like oh, the story on on that boy is so good, just obscene, ridiculous. That's awesome. It's, yeah, I've adopted wow. him as my son, even though he passed away before my parents were born. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome that you have knowledge because I anything that was like any racing before I was born I know nothing about I just can't be arsed to, to look anything up or just you, like, you're totally fine I just I love the 70s I grew up with like 1970s rock music so it just yeah. I was drawn to that yeah. era right away and That's I awesome. like history and I like to collect things so I have a whole like oh. hard drive of random facts love about that. Formula One from the 70s like. From when I was 16, it was just my hobby. That was the thing I did. I was like fully into it. So it's not, it's not everybody's thing. And I respect that. It probably makes me a little bit of a nerd. My nerd (laughs) thing is the 2008 NASCAR season. I think I saw every single race, the top three series, because that was my first full season watching as a kid. So it's like, I was so invested into it. I knew everything. Amazing. Like Landon Castle got the pole. That's really exciting. Landon Castle got the pole in the red National Guard car, 2008 in New Hampshire. (laughs) And you he's were, not you know. I had him, I am like, oh, is he love it so much? Recite the whole season schedule. And he did. He got every single one right. Oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> so, God. I could probably do Nationwide That's Series it. too. I know it's the last yeah. Mexico mm-hmm. City race I think they had. And um, Kyle Busch yeah. won it. So. Oh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. That's incredible. Oh my, oh my God. I'm here for it. That's I, crazy. I can't I even judge. It. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just exposed myself. Um, all right. Well, Elizabeth, um, it was awesome yeah. getting to know you. We're going to move on to... Um, so since NASCAR kind of inspired us to change up what we do this week, mm-hmm. um, since they just threw everything out the window... We changed yeah. our format this week. We, we changed, changed our the format. Order of our episodes. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> Thanks, um, NASCAR. Stage two, sleigh and flop of the week. Um, we're going to start mm-hmm. with our sleigh before we get back to our good friend NASCAR. Um, mm-hmm. Slay of the week is um, you guys don't even you guys your listeners y'all don't even know about this. Me and Alex a while ago were talking about getting these stuffed um, toys that they were selling on the Team Penske website. They had a little bear that was like a checkered flag pattern and this cute koala. The now cutest, cutest koala you would ever see. And we were like, okay, we're gonna buy these. One's gonna be named Joseph. One's gonna be named Scotty, and we're gonna get them to sign it at the Iowa race. And then we go back to the Team Penske website, like, last week. The koala's yeah. gone. Extinct. It was the saddest thing ever. We just finished recording the episode. I was screaming. The koala's extinct. Oh, no. I was, like, upset. teary-eyed. Like, oh, no, what are we going to do? So then so, we tweet at them and Because Alex them. is best friends with Team Penske Social, oh, yeah, I they, swear. They like all my tweets. I love them. <laughs> um, <people>. They are. <laughs> they... <laughs> So we're, we tweet at them like, um, can like me and Zach are like teary eyed. Can we 
is it gonna come back soon? Like, please? Please? And, then they, re- and they replied, like, no, there's no plans. And then a few days later, they found some, and they tweeted, hey, Alex and Zach, look what we found. DM, DM us your addresses, and we'll send them to you. And I'm just, oh my gosh, best thing that's ever Yo. happened to me. And now I have it right yeah. here. I know y'all can't he's see it. He's got a little it, boy. It's so little, cute. He's got a big smile Penske on his face. Hoodie. Yep, Team Penske hoodie. Oh my god, I need to get. I want a hoodie just like this so I can match with them. <laughs> Mine isn't here yet. Mine isn't here yet, but I cannot wait. Oh my got god, it. I'm in love with it's it. So exciting! It's, it's so, so cute. cute. They're adorable. Oh, gosh, and it's just so. Team Penske's like so good about stuff like that like so nice and it's cute too because they have two drivers from the continent of australia so it's like yes they do i just think that's really funny it's so it's so perfect um so good so that's slay of the week team penske slade best in the world i will continue they sent me they sent me a bottle of champagne from the 2017 Oh, I saw that. Season finale from when joseph newgarden had signed it when he won the championship because team penske was the first people who knew that I was getting married. Uh, I did not even tell my mom. Like my husband and I just kind of decided one weekend at the NASC- or at the IndyCar race at Coda <laughs> that we were gonna get married on Monday. So we like told Team Penske in the autograph line. I was like, hey we're getting married. My friends are standing next to me like no idea that this was even happening. Oh my, <laughs> my mom's gosh. at home. My mom doesn't even know like <laughs> So I wrote a little story about it, and they were like, "We owe you a, a you know a wedding gift." And I was Aww. like, "Oh my god, we That's didn't so even cute. have a wedding." <laughs> we like got <laughs> <in our> house. <laughs> well, you had champagne. <laughs> now we got oh. champagne, and That's it's signed crazy. by Joseph Newgarden, and it's sitting on our mantle. Oh, oh that my is god. cherished. I would cherish I'm that gonna, forever. I'm gonna be buried with it, honestly. Like that's honestly. going into the grave with me. That's <laughs> Wow. As it should. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <sighs> and I'm then to, again, we I have... need to go to IndyCar races for my love life. That's what Elizabeth, if you, you really taught me do. one thing, Elizabeth, I need to go to IndyCar <laughs> races for love. You really do. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. Alex, we're leaving. We're going to Iowa as boys. <laughs> we're leaving Iowa as men. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Exactly. That's the whole plan. Yes. You get okay. the corn-fed boys out there. <laughs> <laughs> I love corn. Uh, I love corn. Inside joke. Um. Anyway. Uh, All right. So that's slay of the week. Um. Flop. Yes. Um. Who, who could have seen this coming? So Elizabeth, you were at the Texas All Star Race. I was unfortunately and at the Texas All Star Race. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry to hear that you were at Texas last. My condolences. So I made a tweet last night. This is actually my fault. So I made a tweet. You know, if there's going to be one NASCAR race, that's you know, I have a saying. It's like I just want a simple motor race from NASCAR today. If there's any race where I want drama, it's 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 tonight, right? The All Star Race, right? Um, let's get stupid. Let's get stupid. Oh my god. They took it a little too literally, Zach. They someone they, saw my tweet. It was not. <laughs> someone the race director saw my tweet. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, you want you want drama? You okay. Want Press the button. Alright. So obviously we all, we all watched it. We all kind of know what happened. And like the racing wasn't very, you know, it entertaining. It, it was yeah. I had a wonderful time standing in the pit lane drunk as hell. Oh, mm. So Period. that's the only way that you should be watching a NASCAR race. Honestly. Oh yeah, I was having honestly, some yeah. Too. I was I was having a good yeah. time. Um, 
And, like, we had some drama with, like, tires blowing, which has been kind of a theme of this year in NASCAR, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole debate. I feel like they need to do something about that. Um, but, like, we had Larson and Kyle Busch. They were kind of, you know, two of the best kind of favorites yeah. to win the race. Kyle Busch blows a tire, and then he collects Chastain and Elliott in what's a gnarly mm-hmm. crash for Chastain. He's going yeah. NR2003 on us, going on his, almost his <laughs> lid. And Mm -hmm. so that kind of left a bit of a sour taste in people's mouths. Like, you know, the tire issues and that whole wreck and it was scary. Um, so going from there, it's like, okay, team Penske kind of shows up. Finally, we've been, yeah, where have they been? Like why they wait for the whole season? (laughs) Like, I know y'all won Daytona. They send us koalas like, oh yeah, we better, we better Pick it up a bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, get it together. <laughs> like during, like during Indy Five Hundred month too. It's like okay, let's get our NASCAR program straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, All right. So All they right. have. We'll, we'll start like twenty sixth in Indy Car, but that's fine. Oh yeah. So they have like a career. Whatever. They have an awesome night, right? They in the format mm-hmm. they we have like three stages. The winners get front mm-hmm. starting for that last stage. The pit crew comp- competition thing where the fastest pit stop gets the other spot. That happened yeah. after stage two. Um, and we'll talk about the format in a minute. But I thought the format, it was kind of a little confusing. It was getting to a point mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, even Mike Joy and Larry Mack at the beginning of the broadcast were like, we'll just explain it to y'all later when it comes up. Yeah. I yeah. That's not good. Okay. That's, that's not, not that's not ideal. <laughs> if you can't sum it up in 30 seconds or less, you know you've made a mistake. Bristol, it's like... <sighs> Side note, this was the first year where I was just like, I'm not going to read anything. I don't want to know. I'm just going to find out. When I find out qualifying and they're doing whatever they just did in qualifying, I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) I was so confused. (laughs) How did y'all feel about that? That's a bad time to find out. (laughs) How did y'all feel about the qualifying thing with the pit road? I thought thought the lap was stupid. Oh, yeah. I thought the the pit stop was fine. I thought it was really fun, but not for position, if you know what I mean. It was... It's like the Indy 500 pit stop challenge where it doesn't like net you anything significant within the race itself. And it was fun to see the the pit crews doing their thing to have them highlighted. And I mean, the lap itself was kind of weird, but it, you know, it was a fun format, but like, as far as qualifying goes, I don't, I wasn't really a fan of that being the qualifying setup. Like if that was an exhibition strictly of like, like, there was a prize at the end. Yeah. If there's a separate prize at the end. Like, that's awesome. That gives you the same exact opportunity to highlight the pit crews and to, you know, do something really cool. But it was weird. Yeah. And, I'm a, and not as qualifying. I'm a big fan of the pit stop competition coming back. And I think mm-hmm. having it act as qualifying, I can get behind. But also what they yeah. used to do with having a pit stop in the middle of a three lap run, that was mm-hmm. really cool, too. It's like both the pit yeah. crew and the driver are involved. And it's something different. It's on the edge. It's crazy. It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they didn't really need to change yeah. it. Um, but also, I am a fan of having the pit crew competition kind of back in some form. I would yeah. have, again, the yeah. lap after not necessary and maybe having 16 cars do it would be cool. But I was gonna say you kind of know after the, the tire changes oh, who's yeah. gonna be winning. Like, yeah, you don't really need to do the lap. After they assumed it would be some movie Hollywood like beating and banging all pit road. No, like, this girl. is for the oh, all star they... race. They're not gonna no. do that. All star race qualifying. They're not gonna do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it's an idea with good potential. Honestly, it was the best thing that happened all weekend. I'm going to be real with you. At yeah. the All-Star well, race. When they had that, the first one, and they had like that 30-second oh. <laughs> gap of just nothing, that was the that was me. Yeah. Of the week. 
That was be flop of the week before everything happened in the race happened. <laughs> I was scurrying uh, for those reaction videos of like the drag queen sitting there awkwardly, like sipping water. Yeah, like, I was scared. That's what it felt like. <laughs> They're literally the same up. energy. Yeah, I don't know how they messed that up. I don't know. We then they did the tense board, but then it was like only five seconds. That yeah. made me laugh too. And they had they had the ladies doing it, which I don't I don't get behind. I don't it like anyway. that either. Yeah, it just no. feels too like yeah. sexual. Supercross them. still does that too. I'm yeah, not, and it, it's no. a it's a thing of the past. Like let's let's join twenty twenty two fellas. Well, let's make no. them do it. Yeah, exactly. I, like uh, have it alternate one and the other. <laughs> I volunteer. I've been said it. I volunteer to be a Monster Energy Boy. Zach, you and I can go do it together. I'm down. I want to do it. Perfect. Yeah, I'll be like, we'll do it. I would, I'd love to see your little struts as you hold oh, girl. for like 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. We'll so slay. Good. Don't worry. I just we'll fell back because, yeah, she was sitting there for like two minutes like, yeah, smiling. She looked good. Good for her. Good, good for her. her. She did her job. Yeah. <laughs> best job, best execution all weekend. Her. Exactly. Um, yeah. Whoever was holding that timing did not do a good job. Oh, um, no. Oh, and then no. the lights didn't even like count down how like... Dr- no, it's a whole mess. Like NHRA. They thought they, they were NHRA. No, NHRA they thought they were really doing something. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't doing nothing at all. Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't mean to get into a whole thing about the that that qualifying. No, it's it okay. was worth mentioning. It was. <laughs> I mean, so they built a whole thing the, for it. Let's get to what the flop was. The actual uh, drama. Yeah. So getting to the end of the race. Um. So Stenhouse does a does a does a drift. Um. Kisses the wall. They mm-hmm. throw a caution. So the rule, and we didn't, a lot of people kind of forgot about this, but they did mention yeah. it, is the race will end under green. So Ryan Blaney is literally like 100 feet from the finish line, and the caution comes out for Stenhouse tapping the wall. Obviously not really warranting a caution. NASCAR before have thrown cautions, in my opinion, where it's like mm-hmm. they're not really necessary. They just want to bunch up the field. We've talked about and this they've also culture. they've also waited for a finish to happen before they've thrown or like considered throwing a caution because they know the race is over. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I was so it's like, I. It's just why like they admitted that there was not really. They they definitely were trigger happy with that. Mm-hmm. You could kind of yeah. debate like if that rule was even kind of smart because then it's it just well, invites that to happen. This this might yeah. be a controversial take, but I feel like if they're gonna do it, has to finish under green. Bring back the overtime line. Don't don't kill me. Put the overtime line in the middle of three and four. It's like mm-hmm. once it's once they pass that, you're on the white flag lap. The race is over. Like that's too close. No, to I think that's lines. fair. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think I like that, that, that like within that little like. You know, ten feet, fifty feet of the finish right. line, like that's just ridiculous. The race no. is f- effectively over He's, at that yeah. point. It is. Yeah. It's physically impossible for Ryan Blaney to lose the race at that point. Yeah, yeah. it's physically there's, impossible. Yeah, there's. They're just trying to cause some sort of chaos afterward, which mm-hmm. was upsetting. Um, as a Ryan Blaney fan, yeah, we, very, my husband yeah. and I, were watching from the very front of the pit lane and as it got down to like five laps left we booked it over to blaney's pit stall so that we could watch the crew celebrate and the crew celebrated oh yeah they were over the <laughs> wall they were i we've got videos of them like spraying stuff all over each other and then my husband and i booked it we ran to go to the like right in front of where he was going to do his burnouts if he were going to do those and you know the front stretch interviews and i looked back and i was like it says there's five laps 
on the timing screen what ha like the race is over we saw we saw the I'm white flag score added five more laps yeah and i was like what God. what is happening so i immediately log on to twitter go to trusty old bob pockris because i was like mm -hmm. if one man knows what's gonna go on it's gonna be bob pockris <laughs> and i saw that and i was so mad i grabbed my credential in my hand and oh, no. snapped it in half <laughs> because i, I saw like, that tweet I yeah i was like i cannot believe like if Ryan Blaney loses this because his window net was already down. It would be like the perfect opportunity for NASCAR to pull some rule out of, you know, the ether. Like, you have to have your window net up because of XYZ. You know, safety is great. Safety, safety is the most it. important thing. Right. But also, <laughs> it wouldn't have happened. If the race was over. The race was done. The man had won. They didn't need to throw caution at all. Like, that was. No. no. That was part of and their by culture. The way, oh, let's throw caution because it's time to make the race. Stenhouse hit the wall. Everyone already passed him when the caution yeah, came no. out. He was already last. I don't. Yes, it, it was the stupidest thing I'd ever seen. I was so upset. I was yeah. like, I, if Ryan Blaney loses this race, I'm walking out of here and I'm never coming back to a NASCAR race again. Like this is the oh. stupidest call I've ever right. seen in my entire life. And well, then he they... won, and I was like, I'm okay now. <laughs> <laughs> what they, they wanted an entertaining finish because the race was lackluster yeah. and boring. Yeah. It's, it's, they had the race at Texas Motor Speedway. Like, yep. they were trying to do something at the end. <laughs> I don't know either. If like, you want a fun finish, why are we at Texas? Like, why, what, like what do, do the quad oval. Do, do the quarter mile on the front stretch at that point. Yeah. That would be more entertaining. Do something. something. Literally anything else. Anything else. Like... Put them on the Texas dirt track that Put they have Put a chicane on the back stretch. Like, like do something. <laughs> something. They have a roval at Texas. They do have a roval. the infield. It's in Project Cars. They do. Yep. The roval. It's it's really quirky, too. It's, like, just it on is. the back stretch. That's what, it's yeah. fun. <laughs> it's they should weird. do that. <laughs> they should do it. I w they did it with, um. Oh, what do you call them? The Stadium Super Trucks with IndyCar. They had the Stadium Super Trucks run the infield road course once, and then they jumped them over the pit wall onto the track. It was weird. It was great. They should do it with NASCARs. Like, minus the jumping over the pit wall part, unless they're really into it. But that would have been fun. But they chose, like, the most boring track on the series, of the right. whole calendar. Yeah. Do the biggest exhibition race. It just didn't And we sense. thought the Gen 7, whatever you like to call it, next-gen Gen 7 corn, mm -hmm. the corn car right now. Yeah. Matt Weaver <laughs> um, and Alex. Um, and... <laughs> It didn't really make it. it I, I mean, no. it improved. A good a but, good car can't fix a bad track. Yeah. And that's yeah. apparently the problem. And the PJ1, like, it was really, really cold this weekend. And the PJ1 is mm. awful whether you're hot or cold. And whatever resin they put down, it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, they've, they've done stuff to that track that's just never coming back. And they thought they could do something with it this weekend. And they did not. And it was frustrating <laughs> yeah and there's so many like you know people just in general i think twitter this was a kind of a boiling point with twitter mm -hmm. oh yeah in terms of just like nascar's bs and then also texas yeah. speedway if blaney yeah. lost this race it would have been bad 
Like, yeah, really it would have been real bad. I compare it to the Bristol Dirt rain delay where we thought, like, Kyle Busch was going to win, even though he wasn't yeah. in the Twitter was on fire during that, too. And yeah. both mm-hmm. situations, last night and that, it's like NASCAR got very lucky that it all worked out yeah. how it kind of normally they're should have. They're not going to get lucky one of these times. Yeah, and, they're, they're going to have that bad PR day and, like, whatever they say, like, bad press is not good press part like, of me yeah part they, of me wants it to happen just so it's like a wake-up call because they learned their lesson things mm-hmm. like this keep happening and it's just like when mm-hmm. are they finally gonna but they're almost too far down the hole of like you know entertainment yeah. and a lot of people last night were like nope this is just entertainment they we have completely yeah. just lost our minds and yeah. i just it's yeah so, i noticed that it, that, that balance is so frustrating mm-hmm. because i like i saw those takes too where it was like no one can be happy about anything and i was like that wasn't a finish to be happy about that wasn't yeah, a no. format to be happy about it wasn't the the i the concept of that race in general at that specific track at this time of year at that time of day on a sunday night like none mm-hmm. of this was good yeah. none of it made sense none of it was fine like there were about what? fifty thousand ways it could have been better Right. And what really sucks for me is that Kansas just one week ago was amazing. I was mm-hmm. at that race. I loved it. Fantastic. And then this week was a shit show, awful, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And a I, real downer. I'm, really. And Eric Eastup had a video about this and he was he was livid, rightfully so. <laughs> and I, he said something like, NASCAR is having an identity crisis. They don't know if they want to be mm-hmm. entertaining or an actual racing yeah. series. And we've talked about this mm-hmm. a lot. We have. Like, Matt Weaver, yeah. I think, and... we talked about this. They need mm-hmm. to decide. Yeah. They need to pick one and go for it. They, they want both. And they, they can't yeah, have you both. Can't, you can't have both. Because good racing, like racing isn't always good. Racing's not always exciting. Mm-hmm. It's not always compelling. And if you're intentionally trying to make it exciting, it's going to feel very forced. And if you're yeah. doing that, like, that's fine. Just go all out on that. You can't have both of those yeah. things, though. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. So how do we fix the All-Star race? Because I feel like we've been talking about this for about a decade or so. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just not good. It's bad. So they let, took it away from Charlotte. It's still bad. Even at Bristol, mm-hmm. it wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, is there anything that can be fixed? Like, is there anything? Yeah. What do you guys think? I... I mean, there's so many ideas. I like the idea. Well, really, I think, and I listened to Jeff Gluck and Jordan Bianchi's podcast, and they were throwing around ideas. I liked a lot of them. Um, I think the number one objective should be, I think this weekend's great for it, right? And it's like, if any NASCAR Mm -hmm. driver wants to do the Indy 500, they can just miss the All-Star race, all right? It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um I think having it, if you're going to have it at a boring track, have it at Charlotte. So it's like the teams, yeah. teams had to travel not a, halfway across yeah. the country for an all-star race. Like that's kind of ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think you could get a little bit more simple with the race format, right? Like not having all these stages and all these cautions and then like, oh, pit crew competition in the middle of it and it's just a little ridiculous if you need like six different graphics to explain how to follow practice qualifying in the race and the open you've done something wrong somewhere very wrong you shouldn't if i have to write an explainer on jalopnik in order to tell people how to follow this race you have done something wrong Mm -hmm. somewhere along the line oh yeah i think having it at charlotte or bristol um, logistically, I don't honestly know. at the Charlotte Roval, like even... it'd be something a little bit different. Like it'd be a little bit fun at night too. There could that'd be... be kind of fun. 
Yeah, like you could do something yeah. really nice with that. Like that yeah. could be really exciting, and yeah. that would be a nice draw for fans as well. Like mm-hmm. you know, you'd get people out to the stands. Yeah, just like right. something, and like I like the idea of like an elimination. Like maybe you could still yeah. have four stages, but at the end of each stage, like a quarter of the field gets eliminated. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that I cool. would really if, like. And then we're looking if at. If you hit the place. back of the grid, you're not getting back up there. Come yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> like it's that's just, true. They can't pass. And then, yeah. Texas. and then you get less track time, so it's less of a test session for you. So it's like mm-hmm. it's I don't, that just would make it all, immediately more intense, right? For yeah. sure. And there's honestly, so many, I think they should so do that for NASCAR races, anyways. Like <laughs> with stages, if they're gonna keep stages, let's start eliminating people. I'm just saying. Why not? Cody wears gone after stage one every week. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you, you added. You just added him. Oh my god! I mean, it's not. It's not the. I mean, it's the truth. So we asked you guys on Twitter what you guys thought we, they should do to fix the format. And Zach, people had some good ideas. Yeah, Steve Lavender said Mario Kart Double Dash. Um, <laughs> I agree. Which, well, Ooh. I clarified with him, it's not just playing Mario Kart Double Dash, even though that would be awesome. That um, would be fun. <laughs> he just said, put that concept into NASCAR. So I'm imagining... Well, the idea I get, if you want to be really serious with this, is, like, maybe each manufacturer has one cup car, one truck, and one Xfinity car, mm. and they have to assemble an all-star cast of their drivers mm. from each three series. Okay. And they have okay. to do, like, a relay race. What, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Ooh, yeah. That would be really fun. Yeah. That's and it's, like, really they're all on track idea. at the same time. It'd be, like, nine cars, but, like, yeah. you know... Yeah, it wouldn't of, be an I'm, issue. That would be really neat. That'd yeah. be. I would watch that. I would watch that. Like, obviously, sponsorship and stuff would be a problem, but mm-hmm. yeah. who cares? Um, <laughs> like, you know, just do something fun. Just let Ford, Toyota, and Chevy be the sponsors for that race. Yeah, yeah, they'll pay for it. I would, I would work it. Yeah, I don't know. You but, could make well, your their own like special cars with every single sponsor from every yeah. Toyota, Ford, and Chevy. <laughs> Frankenstein paint like schemes. Kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Each car's logos. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh! But, you but, know, you got a little a flag in the background trailing off the back that's got the rest of the list on there from the one yeah. that didn't fit on the bodywork. I would also just watch all the drivers play Mario Kart. I will. Say I would that. also do that. Yes. Put that on a live stream on YouTube, and I would yeah. be so for it. I'd watch. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Sheldon on Twitter. Um, JWS six fifteen. Um, they hack. They kind of just had a similar idea. Take the playoff drivers from each series, put them all in the Daytona Road Course together. So have basically a multi-class race. Um, yeah, or just go back to Bristol. Lo- That's what he said. A lot. <laughs> a, a multi-class race would honestly be really. Fun. I I think like, said that for the Clash. I think if the Clash yeah. stays at the LA Coliseum, I I would want at the Roval. Do that at the Roval. Like that'd be so exactly. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it'd be so much fun. Mm-hmm. You could do a lot of crazy stuff with that. Yeah. Um, Dan Brady said they should just make the All Star Race Bristol dirt. That would give the spring race its uh, date back. Yeah. Logistically, so, again, logistically, it's like, how does that happen with like putting dirt yeah. in yeah. Bristol? But I'm surprised that's not what they did in the first place. I think I've said that before yeah. that dirt Bristol mm-hmm. wasn't the All Star Race in the first place. Yeah. I feel like the All Star Race should be I... Bristol. Just period. Yeah. Whatever we do. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number one, have it at Bristol. 
I'm just saying. And then Corey Long suggested that several months in advance, NASCAR should put up a poll with three to four venues and let fans vote on which one they would like to see. Hmm. I would okay. really like that. I could that. actually... That would be a lot of fun because that would give fans some input and like it would yeah. be like you picked this if it was a bad race. We yeah. didn't do anything it's about that fault. part. It's your they fault. already blame us. They already blame us. Like, oh, you just don't like change. Oh, I see. You're just being negative. So we're just going to do whatever we want. Okay. It's true. Okay, They're Marcus already Smith. blaming us. May as well just give us full reign. Why not? Yeah, keep it. Keep it coming. Give us. Give one fan each year a chance to redesign the whole concept of the All Star Race. Yes. Or the Be defending fine. champion, they've been throwing that Ooh. out there. Maybe Kyle Larson or Chase Elliott, whoever wins the championship, they get. I, the... think, I think Jeff Clark suggested that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's too in their favor, though. Like you just won a championship, now you're going to win a million dollars because you've organized this in such a right. way that you would win. <laughs> Give it to the last place driver, whoever's not in the All Star race. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not even competing. Like just make something happen. BJ McLeod. Oh, Maybe it's a lottery. See from the All-Star oh, <laughs> yeah. What does what BJ McLeod want? I'm down for what whatever he, he says. He's got yeah. the best perspective Definitely. of any of these drivers. He's seen it all happen. Yeah, he sees it all in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Going by him. <laughs> We're being mean. We're being mean. Um We love you, BJ McLeod. I do he's cool. I never met yeah. him or he anything. Great. He just looks cool. I don't know. Um He's got that vibe. But I think um and so um Gwiz of the Stars says, keep the Clash as it is now. The second event in the format of the Clash, have it later in the season, like August. Tour a bunch of big markets. Maybe reconfigure Texas Motor Speedway to, like, an Atlanta or, like, a World Speedway clone. Um, But what kind of is interesting about that is I think we have the Clash and we have the All-Star Race. And a lot of people have said, okay, the LA Clash was more of an All-Star Race than this Texas race. Mm -hmm. And I think it's Mm -hmm. like, do we need both? And personally, I'm kind of like, if we keep one, it should be kind of like where you don't have to travel, right? It's just like at Charlotte or at Daytona. Um, Like that was the original concept of it was that it was a holiday kind of weekend race. It was just for people who lived in Charlotte. It was a way to get like fans out there. It was a way to do something fun for them while also not causing a lot of strain on the teams and the drivers and the crews yeah which like i feel like that's the way if you're gonna do it in the middle of the season that's the way that it should be because right otherwise you should just give them a week off because you have to think about all the teams involved too it's like they're doing all of this to not even get points or money there's so many people who show up to this that like Uh, have to travel have to do this who could like legitimately benefit from spending some time in their own home with their own families yeah, and their pets right. and whatever like it, it just seems silly to make it this big spectacle if it's not even going to be right if it's not going to be fun and if you can go to texas motor speedway just go home go home it's so <laughs> dumb right. having it at texas it really is i'm if, sorry if i could say my I, idea actually it's uh grab the all-star race itself but rebrand mm-hmm. the clash to the all-star race, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. And the all-star race becomes the stadium race and it just goes to different yeah. cities. That'd be I cool. think that's what they and should that's a, do. You, that's a, that's a great idea too. Like yeah. that would be, that in itself would be a lot of fun. Yeah. And people would show up for that. Like either that be the start of the season or the end of the season. I think mm-hmm. ending the season, like that'd be really cool. Yeah. Another yeah. idea would be like having at the Nashville fairgrounds, the week of the mm-hmm. banquet 
that's yeah. in Nashville. Ooh, I kind of like yeah, that idea. Yeah, that'd be so, fun. That'd be yeah. nice. It brings some attention. Yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. Yeah. Yeah. Did we have more people giving ideas that? We had a lot, but um, honestly, we we kind of covered most of them. Um, so like yeah. someone said, like just go back, make it simple, right? Like the like previous mm-hmm. winners and like you know just two open winners or even just one open winner, like from the open race, just make it more yeah. simple. And I think most of us yeah. want it more simple, like simple it down because. Having it yeah. at I don't want to have a manual to understand what's going on oh, during yeah. the race. Mm-hmm. Like I had to have my own article pulled up that I wrote oh, to no. understand what was happening because I was like, I couldn't even keep it straight in my own head. And I was like, I wrote about this. I told oh, people gosh. how to follow this. Yeah. And I had to have it pulled up for me. Like that's mm-hmm. that's just too much. And that's even like good. the requirements for who's in the race too. Like keep yeah. that simple. Winners and champions. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. But you know, there's infinite, like, I think to take away from this conversation and to move on as we get ready for our break, just like, there's so many creative ideas and NASCAR has mm-hmm. how much, how much resources to do yeah. kind of whatever they want. I know there's contracts yeah. and mm-hmm. track contracts, but come on, girl. Yeah. If you want to have a show, have you, a you show. You can make some magic happen. Yeah. Like, you could, you're NASCAR. Even at Who's Texas. Who's going to tell you no? Even at Texas, you could <laughs> do something better. So, mm-hmm. um, for sure, and just look across the IndyCar and F1, and they had great weekends. So, mm-hmm. that's that's the takeaway from me. But um, we're gonna take a break. You're, y'all are gonna hear a word from our sponsors, and then we're gonna talk about Indianapolis and F1. So, yeah, yay. <laughs> And welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach, Alex, and Elizabeth here. Um, so, transitioning into talking about the biggest race of the year, um, I think in all of our perspectives, it's the biggest race since we're all IndyCar fans. Um, <laughs> the Indianapolis 500. Um, and we've talked before, like last year, it's kind of, it's got the best qualifying, right? The best qualifying. Yes. Qualifying, yes. it gets its own weekend, right? That's how big of a deal it is. Mm-hmm. So um, cool. And I'd say it delivered. It, you know, we didn't have any bumping going on. Everyone made the show, but I still think we had a little bit of drama, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. And they had, like, a new qualifying format. We got to see the cars more. Um, the fight for pole was a more bit more intense, if you want to call it mm-hmm. that. Um, Scott Dixon gets the pole. Um, and we were, you know, we made picks, and we were like, who's going to be fast? Well, Ganassi was fast. They had five of the fast 12, yeah. four of the fast mm-hmm. six. They're they're back. They're serious. Um, Third. They are here. Yeah, Scott Dixon go. It's his fifth Indy 500 pole, and it's his yeah. Fast- what a ridiculous wow. man! And it's the fastest four lap average ever. I mean, he kind of blew everyone else out of the water too. Compared, like he's he... the only one that reached 234. That was horrifyingly fast. Yes, he sucks at qualifying everywhere else except Indy. It drives me yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take it. Four I'm a, laps. I'm... Every other one is like you True. get a fast lap and that's it. Like yeah. this one, he's like, I got ten miles to show what's up. Yeah. Like as a Penske fan, I'd rather Ganassi not be this good, but you know, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. I was hoping for a little better last year. I was hoping for an Arrow McLaren pole. I was sorely mistaken. (laughs) Yep. I love Pato Award. Pato's my favorite. He's a good little boy. (laughs) (laughs) I do enjoy Pato. A good little boy. (laughs) I'd I'd love to put him like in my pocket and just 
take him around with me. I love his Instagram posts. Like, sometimes he just posts random, like, selfies of him, like, just looking down at his phone, like, what's up? Like, like he's, like, sending you a Snapchat or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. I've interviewed him a couple times, and every time it sounds like he's having the best day of his life, so it's, like, a great little ego boost for me, but I know he does it for everyone. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) It was was because of you. Don't worry. (laughs) Thank you. Anyways. Um... (laughs) I could talk about Pato all day now that I think about it. But um... <laughs> Alex, you kind of look mm. like him. I do. I'm just looking That's at yeah, Pato. Man. I can you. see it, honestly. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I look like Christopher Bell. I look like Pato Award. If Christopher Bell and Pato Award had a child. If they had a baby, that'd be you. Honestly, it's you. I, th- I think it's the mustache is doing a lot for it. You know, neither of them have mustaches. <laughs> uh huh. It's doing but somehow. That's. <laughs> That's I, defining you right now. I didn't mean to get off topic. I'm sorry. I just oh I was gosh. looking at you. I was just staring at you. Like, <laughs> anyways, um, it's giving Pato Award. Um, Thank you. So how did we feel about the action yesterday? We saw the Fast 12. We saw the Fast 6. The only real crazy, crazy moment was Jimmy Johnson having that oh correction off turn one. Um, oh, Jimmy. Oh my gosh. Listen, I, I was chilling because Joseph and Scotty weren't there. I was just vibing. But Jimmy, I care about Jimmy a lot. Oh, yeah. I want Jimmy yeah. to succeed. I was, my heart was pumping for him. When he about wrecked it, I about screamed. Um, I can't believe he saved that. Yeah. That is crazy. No. I oh know. Because he had a fast car. <laughs> he could have qualified better. He did have a that. fast car. He could have been fun, I, I had him. I had him in the top four. Wow. Um, I really mm-hmm. thought he was going to be up there. Mm-hmm. And it makes me excited because we've been looking forward to this ever since Texas really like, oh, he has a legitimate shot to he's, be competitive. He was good. He, he is. Was good. It's almost like Jimmy Johnson knows what he's doing on an oval. It, like, <laughs> really? It's like he's won some championships <laughs> in an oval series before. It's just, and I think his biggest weakness right now really just is his experience in this specific situation. Yeah. And yeah. I think the mm-hmm. turn one kind of moment was kind of a definition of that, right? It's like, yeah. He he made a mistake, right? Or yeah. he he let the car get a little bit away from him, and I think, you know, in terms of him trying to win next Sunday, I think that's the one thing we're gonna have to keep looking like this experience and yeah. this race specifically. It's mm-hmm. kind of like NASCAR races, but it's still its own little thing. It's a lot different, yes. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. so it's gonna be interesting to see how that. You kind of simply plays can't just bump the wall with no issues. You cannot right. bump another driver, and oh yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Robin is not racing here. It is bad news. <laughs> and you know, Steve Latart was actually talking about that in one of the practice sessions, and like how yeah. he's really appreciated IndyCar from being a NASCAR person for mm-hmm. def- especially the last decade or so. I yeah. thought that, that that's kind of reminded me of that. That's kind of cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, Alex, you wanted to talk about um the Peacock coverage all week, like as, as in like it's been really good. Is that what you're trying I- to say? I love Peacock so much. Like, it is so good. Like, their coverage has been so fun. People were mad at Steve Letarte a lot. But I thought he added a lot of interesting perspective from coming from NASCAR. Yeah, he's one of the best NASCAR guys that does IndyCar. Yeah, and people were like, oh my god, Steve, go home. You know what we're talking about? I'm like, come on, let him have fun. He's having fun. No, I really liked him. Yeah. His commentary was good. His commentary, it was insightful. And it provided a very different, like... I don't know, a different angle to it than you would normally sure. get from someone who is IndyCar explicitly focused, which was really nice. 
And something they mentioned was like, you know, Rick Hendricks said for Daytona 500 qualifying, like, why don't we care about this? And then Chad Knauss, I guess, got up and left to go work on the car. And they've had the pole, yeah. the front row for the D- Daytona 500 for ever since then. Mm-hmm. And it's just like qualifying means a lot in mm-hmm. NASCAR and IndyCar. And I'm just like, that's such an interesting story. Yeah, and, that is really neat. It, and like, then he made another... Perspective. Go ahead. Yeah. No, he's just... Yeah. And he gave another perspective that was like, that is so true. But he's like, in NASCAR... These veterans, they just kind of, when they retire, they kind of just go away. They stay out of the limelight. Look at Carl Edwards, for example. He's in a bunker somewhere in Missouri. Like, and then you have. Watch this on Netflix. (laughs) Not Heartstopper, probably not. But, but, um. (laughs) Sorry, that was. was Oh, Lord. Um. So. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. But he made a point, like, you have these guys like Rick Mears hanging around, you have Dario Franchitti helping Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Like, you have all these veterans who stick around, and, I mean, Tony Kanon still races, but, like, he's been at the track, too, and he's not racing. You don't see mm-hmm. that in NASCAR. And no. Steve mentioning that, I was just like, you know, you're right. Like, Rick mm-hmm. Mears is helping Scotty McLaughlin. Yeah. It's like really just Jeff Gordon. Besides Jeff Gordon, like yeah, not even yeah. Dale Jr. I mean, and Jeff Gordon just shows up to other stuff. Yeah. Like I saw him in Miami for Formula yeah, he One. Was in Miami. He asked me how to get out of the paddock. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like, how do I get out of here? And I was like, you can just go this way. Follow this down. Go this way, oh bestie. My gosh. I want to call a race yeah. car driver bestie so bad. I call him, some of my coworkers have called our boss bestie, and he's not a fan. That's funny. <laughs> Zach, we need to call Joseph Newgarden bestie. I, I want him that's... to call me bestie. I was going to say, if you call him bestie, he will right, right back at you. Because like, I think it no will get, it'll catch his attention. He'll be like, what? i no i have back when flower crowns were a thing my friend walked up Mm. to joseph newgarden was like will you take a picture with this flower crown on your head and he did it this man Mm. will not hesitate he will not care i love him so much he's such a good human um back to peacock (laughs) i (laughs) i just i don't know people were mad about steve i really liked it um Mm -hmm. How much did you guys watch? Were you at the track, Elizabeth, at all? I was not. No? Not until okay. not until later this week. Yeah. Um, I, did either of you watch any of the Peacock stuff? Like a I lot of it. I watched a little yeah. bit. I didn't watch like um like all of it, obviously. But like when I yeah. could catch it, I watched it. Um, and yeah, it, uh, as always, it was good coverage, right? Especially like Fast Friday was really fun to watch. Um, Fast Friday was nice. And I, I watched did... all of all of qualifying on Saturday, and it was good. Me and then too. Sunday, I'd go into Texas. Yeah. Obviously, nasty car. Just nasty car. I I'm impressed with like <laughs> their quantity of coverage and how they can keep mm-hmm. the quality of it. Um, yeah. Especially with like the personnel they have. Like, who else did like Marty Snyder was in the booth at one point with them. Mm-hmm. Like James Hinchcliffe has just been knocking it out of the park this whole season. Like he's oh, James so Hinchcliffe good. is the best hire that they've ever made. I know. Yeah. Yes. And town- strong, strong agree. I'm so sad he's not a race car driver anymore, but like I'm mm-hmm. so glad that of anyone in the entire field he's doing commentary. Like I couldn't have asked for a better person. <laughs> yeah. Like, of the year, yeah. Honestly, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, it's been good. Um 
I didn't watch any of the stuff today, but I like, and it's mm-hmm. so much better than the NBC Sports Gold stuff that they used to do. Like this whole yeah, Peacock and like as we've transitioned to streaming services, like okay, paying for Peacock's not that bad because you get a whole streaming service. Yeah, if you were yeah. just buying yeah. for IndyCar, okay, well you get all of these shows. Like, you know, yeah. that you probably like, wanted anyways. So, Like, Zach, yeah. you and I got to watch the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies when I bought this Peacock for IndyCar oh. and Supercross. Yes. It's just like, nice. there's so much more on there. Yes. I think yeah. it's so worth it. It is. It, it is. is. So worth it really it. is. Like, I don't, I'm not like a cultured human in the slightest. Like, it's the cool. only TV I've watched has been since my, I got married. Um, But like, having Peacock, even just for IndyCar, has been worth the cost of it because i don't have to worry about finding it on tv and like especially i can watch every practice session i can watch qualifying i can watch post-race and pre-race and like it's not an issue and it's especially useful like during the month of may when there are seven hours of track time (laughs) it's so great like i remember back in like 2015 trying to hunt that down on like some obscure channel in the middle of nowhere on the tv that i didn't own like right yeah or some so sketchy website like i had to do that a few times yeah. like last Live that life yeah i've lived that life mm-hmm. and we like <laughs> no fun i'll be interested to see how nascar and peacock kind of incorporate because there's only three races mm-hmm. of nascar on peacock this year when nbc takes over which is really interesting yeah. it's nashville and i think mm-hmm. daytona and then phoenix so that's interesting um because i wish it was all of them yeah because alex yeah. you you don't have cable so it's like you have no to, well, legally like, you don't have stuff. to, but you have to find <laughs> you have to find <laughs> other means to watch NASCAR. So it's just yeah, it's it's annoying. Yeah, whatever. Well, um, and after that, I do want to say the Indy Five Hundred, as we said, is this weekend. This is like the biggest race in the world. How do mm-hmm. we feel? Like, how are we feeling? Like, we're coming up on the biggest race in the world. Every year, I just get butterflies. I get so excited. Yeah. How are we feeling? What's the mood? I, I'm so excited. I you go first, Elizabeth. You seem really you're oh really excited. Because you're going, I'm, right? I am going. I am about to like explode with excitement. Um I haven't been to the five hundred since twenty nineteen. And wow. I had gone every single year prior to that since the hundredth running. Right. Um the hundredth right. running was my first indie indie five hundred and I was like, I'm sold. The, you know, the next year I did the full month of May. Um wow. Yeah, grad- I got done with, with college, and I was like, I'm going to May, and that's where I'm going to celebrate my 21st birthday. Um, yeah, but I'm like, I'm so stoked. I'm going as a guest of Firestone this year, so like, <gasps> oh, cool. even, like fancy, like I'm not going to oh, be yeah. drunk in the grandstands Queen. for once. Yes, I was, a guest to- I was a guest of Toyota at a Richmond race. Girl, get- enjoy. Yeah. enjoy. Oh. Oh. oh my god, I'm so, like... Watching qualifying, I was like ready to cry. Like I was like, I'm going to be back here so soon. Back home again, right? Yeah, back home again in Indiana. I'm like as oh. close to Indiana as you can get without actually ever living in Indiana. Right. <laughs> That's awesome, Zach. How are you feeling with I, Indianapolis this weekend? I feel very kind of like you know chill. Like, there's nothing mm. sticking out to me that makes me, like, really, really, really excited. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's just another year of me watching at home, TV. Um, but, you know, there's so many memories of me watching with my dad. And it's, like, it's always Aww. been a very special race with for me. 
especially these mm-hmm. last few years. And I think the fact that there's nothing sticking out to me means the race is going to have something very cool. You know, me and Alex mm-hmm. were like, is this the year Joseph does it? Um, Team Please. Penske has been kind of on a roll with IndyCar mm-hmm. this season. You know, is Scotty mm-hmm. going to do it? Is Will Power going to get a second? Yeah. Um, because you, I almost expect one of them to win, right? Just with the year yeah. they're having, but you can't count out Ganassi. Pato's been kind of having mm-hmm. a resurgence in IndyCar yeah. lately. Um, Elio yeah. taught us that it's, you can't count out the vets, too. Can Ed Carpenter yeah, exactly. finally get a win? Can I think Elio winning last year was such a cool thing, and it really kind of brought back that anyone can win this race, especially yeah. the veterans like Ed Carpenter, yeah. Tony mm-hmm. Kahn. The veterans, but also the like the teams that you aren't expecting. I mean, like, Alexander Rossi won thing. 2016, a rookie. We never expected I him. No, you anyone oh. can win this no. race, but yeah. it's not the same that anyone can win the Daytona 500. It's a different kind of anyone. It's can very win. different. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it's so cool. And I think this might just be the year where something crazy happens, right? Like we're, it might be a 2011 mm-hmm. kind of finish. It might be a 2016 kind of fuel mileage race. This might just yeah. be the year we see that. No and idea. I think that's what I'm looking for. That like what's gonna make this year mm-hmm. stand out? Last year it was Elio winning and that whole moment. So and that was the best moment yeah. of racing last year, in my opinion. Just Elio winning, oh, watching him celebrate. Good. So Yeah. You know, and as you know, what I watched the pre race coverage, I'm glad the pit stop competition's back. That that hype's gonna build in me, and I'll, I'm gonna remember how special this race Our is. Day. There's a reason we call Monaco's back on this weekend too, so we get to watch Monaco in the morning. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just ex- this is gonna be a great weekend. It's gonna be a great weekend. I'm stoked. For I'm me, stoked. this is my favorite day of the year. Every year, mm-hmm. the Indy 500, then Monaco back. I haven't been an F1 fan, like diehard F1 fan, with it oh, on the same yeah. day, and then NASCAR. Ooh. So it's been my first time like being a fan of That's the big fun. three. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. It's gonna be a long day. It's- it's so much fun. My favorite, like, when I'm at the track for Indy, mm-hmm. I get up really early. Like, I get there when gates open at 6 in the morning wow. so that I can watch Monaco on my phone oh, wow. in the, <laughs> behind the pagoda. With, like, uh-huh. we always have a group of people from Twitter that show up. And it's, like, the one year we brought a Bluetooth speaker. And it was just, like, someone's phone <laughs> and a single Bluetooth speaker. Girl! <laughs> Y'all need to get a laptop <laughs> at least. <laughs> I know. This year we're, like, thinking about getting, like, a you know a diy projector or something like something that you can act like people can see yeah so we're gonna do something like that but like that's always my favorite is like i do that i watch the 500 and then i go sit at big woods and speedway which is a great bar that has the best mac and cheese in indianapolis and that's where i watch the 600 perfect day could not ask for anything better Mm -hmm. wow that's awesome Mm -hmm. yeah um before we move on to like Formula One. Who? So who? Like, we're gonna make race picks later officially. Yes. I kind of already mentioned some of the like Penske Ganassi. Who are we looking mm-hmm. for? Like, are there any veterans? Are we gonna have a newcomer? Is it gonna be just one of the regular guys that are leading the points? Like, you know, how about Colton Herta? Like, who are we kind of looking for to win this race? Elizabeth, if you want I to think... first, or Alex, oh, okay. whoever. I'm torn... I, girl, I don't I... care. <laughs> I'm torn between Alex Palou and Pato Award. I'm like, I have a strong feeling that it's going to be one of those two, which probably means they will be the first two out of the race. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with that first With championship? Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think, I think, I feel like it's going to be one of those two where it's like, they're cool. really good, they're getting up there, and this is going to be the thing that kind of turns their tides in terms mm-hmm. of 
popularity and further success. Yeah, mm. hopefully. Because, I mean, Polo just won the championship, and I still feel like, I mean, we've we had talks. forgets about him. It's like, yeah, it's just, what <laughs> else does he have to do? Happened. And yeah. even, like, with and, jo- I think with Joseph, that kind of happens, too. He's a two-time champion. Yeah. It's just like, okay, but he hasn't won the Indy 500. And, oh. Yeah. yeah. It's, and Elio... Elio had to beat Polo to win the race yeah. last year. Oh, yeah. Polo was so, so good last year. So if you want to say, like, I was so Pelot's... torn between who I wanted to win in that race. Right. Like, Me too. You've got you've got two really good stories here, and like no. either one I'm totally fine with. Like Polo's already lost one. If you want to say, well, he's got to lose one before yeah. he wins one. He's already lost one. So it's his but year. I, <laughs> it's I be Marco say... Andretti. It's Marco's gonna win. Girl. Hey, you I never know. Say, this might be the year it happens. You never know. I'm just saying. You never know. Um, yeah, it's not I don't think it's Marco's year. I do think that if I you want like now. a I hope he wins now. Oh my god. I really hope if he wins now. You want more of an obvious answer, I think you have to look at Ganassi because all five of those cars have just been unreal all month. Yeah. But they've always been the fastest like the last few years, but when was the last time they won the yeah. 500? I'm actually looking That's at that right thing now. That's the thing is yeah qualifying trim and race trim are two very different things very true yeah. whether very or not true. they're able to convert that but into even if they are performance, they still are fast in the race though it's just like they, they, still they really don't fast. close out a lot. yeah i mean yeah. dixon led almost half the race last year right or something yeah. he led quite dixon a bit a lot of laps yeah he did, and, he and then good. uh the ecr cars like daily he led quite a bit vk mm-hmm. don't count out any of them okay. either I have a friend who has said that uh-huh. he will drink buttermilk if Ed Carpenter wins the race. I'm like hoping because he doesn't know what buttermilk is. Oh I'm like gosh. hoping Ed Carpenter wins I so that Ed. this man has to find out the hard way what buttermilk is. But yeah, I love. Oh, no. I am like unashamed to be an Ed Carpenter fan. I back when I was not a journalist, I painted a flag that said Oval Master Ed Carpenter, and I had oh, him my gosh. sign it. And he was, like, not impressed in the slightest. And I was like, that's okay, because I still love you. <laughs> wow. I do want to shout out Callum Eilat, because he has mm-hmm. been really good in, like, all I the practices. And he could be an underdog. That could be yeah. a dark horse, because yeah. be he's so been cool. up there. Yeah. And that would be fun. I mean, and if you and, know me... At the I'm same a- time, I hope it doesn't happen, because I'm so tired right. of people from F1 who are like, it's the, it's an easy race. It's four corners, it's an easy race. And Look, Column Island won. Yeah, shut yeah. up. But at the same time, <laughs> I like when F1 drivers have success, because then it's like F1 driver, F1 fans pay attention. Like, I'm interested to see if Roman like, Grosjean I'm can t- finish the race. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Grosjean's going to finish the race, honestly. I mean, he's in the gay car, love Grosjean- it, but... Yeah, I hope Roman Grosjean just doesn't crash anyone else out. Yeah, yeah, that's all I. Have. <laughs> God, if he's gonna do um, anyone, like let it be Santino Ferrucci. Yeah, yeah, I'm, we can we yeah. can sacrifice Santino. That's okay, or or Ray Hall. I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. that either. <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> by the way, I looked it up. So Ganassi, uh-huh. I I thought I just wanted to make sure. So Ganassi has not won the Indy 500 yeah. since 2012 with Frank Keaty. So it's been 10 oh, years. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Dang. Right? Interesting. And it's like, I mean, Tim, Team Penske has been winning a lot lately. I, I'm i trying to look for the last time there was more than like three straight races where Ganassi or Penske did not win. And the last two mm. years, Ganassi or Penske have not won. So I'm looking. Interesting. I'm, I'm still looking. It's been, you know, it's been a long time. Right. Okay, yeah. so to, 1997, 1999 was the last time. 
There's a three-year stretch of no Penske like, Ganassi. That like doesn't even count though. Those like Kart wasn't even racing at the yeah, at the Indy exactly. 500. Then. Right. So dang. Wow. So interesting. That's interesting. Okay. And you know, yeah. we're Larry Mack mm-hmm. fans. We look at the trends. Um, <laughs> that's the trend. So it's saying Penske or Ganassi this weekend. Just saying. And if you I'm if you know us for my life. <laughs> If you know us, we're Joseph Newgarden fans all the way. I would probably be bawling if Joseph yeah. won. He's had, I think, it's, what his twelfth attempt this year. Yeah, please. Let, I don't. Let the I don't man wait. have a break. I vibe please. with the gold car too. I vibe with it. I do. I like it. Nice. I still like the it red one nice. better, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll get over it. Um, it's Zach, who do you think that we should uh, watch out for? Do you have any comments? Well. Penske and Ganassi? <laughs> I mean, that's literally. I mean, I, my trends are saying. I mean, I'm trying to take notes for your race picks, so I know who to. It could be someone kind of wild, right? Like Calamite. Yeah. It could be you never maybe know. Rossi finally gets it again. Colton Herta. You never know. Um, that would be annoying in terms of his F1 hype getting even bigger. But whatever. yeah, um, yeah. I'm, but I think it'll be. I'm. I'm a year of Team Penske. I've yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so. we okay. said that before the season started. I we said you're that. Team you, Penske. Day one, Team Penske 2022. I'm here. I'm here for it. Yes. Oh, the it's already. Yep. With the, the koala, the bear, ready. Watch it be Scotty though. It's gonna be Scotty. It ain't going, even gonna be Joseph. I mean, like, I'll be so happy, but like, girl, girl, I, I love that boy so much. Me too. All right. I um, want it to be Joseph, but also Scott McLaughlin. Like, I was. I could not believe at Texas Motor Speedway that I was upset when Joseph won because I wanted Scotty to win so bad. I was like, I'm like, I, I want to see I... this with my own two eyes. And then Joseph won, and I was like, I am, I am physically upset that I'm mad at this. Like, I don't want to be mad at Joseph win. <laughs> I was so conflicted. I didn't know what to I do when that happened. <laughs> it was my birthday, and like Scott's cool and all, but Joseph. I was happy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> well, Indy 500 this weekend. Um, we'll talk about that next week. But um, we're going to move on to F1 real quick. Talk about the Spanish Grand Prix, um, which was it was actually pretty pretty dramatic. Um, it was looking to be kind of a chill race. Charles was going to run away with it. But then he has an engine failure, which we were not expecting at all. And then Love it goes Ferrari. Back. Oh, my God. We can't have anything nice. And I was... Be- no. I, I've been said... <laughs> I've been said that Charles needs to, like, win at Spain, not only just to get the championship back in his control, but, like, mm-hmm. Monaco, he has so much bad mojo at Monaco, he needs as much confidence yeah. as possible. I know. And... <sighs> he just wrecked at Monaco. <laughs> in, in a, a car that... Yes. In a classic car. It like, it's not looking Nikki good. 1974 championship winning car. Oh, oh, honey, oh see, we have an expert. Happens. We have an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I saw that and I was like Oh no. Oh my god. What happened? It wasn't what happened? his fault. It was a brake failure. It was not his fault in the slightest. Mm-hmm. But it was still I the he vibes. got out of the car and he was so sad. He was like I was like, he looks like he wants to die. Like he literally looks like he could just curl up here and expire. Oh. And I was so upsetting. Like what's his Spotify playlist looking like? When, at that moment like what's this what's he playing on spotify my chemical romance simple plan <laughs> 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 you know. like 
This man's having a bad day. <laughs> He's having a bad day. Um, but the race, um, a lot of storylines. Mercedes finally fixed their porpoising issues, it seems like, and they were more where they should be, like the third best car, the third best team. George, yeah. George Russell might have been driver of the day just in terms of his defense. Um, Max Verstappen had DRS issues, which I think was the funniest thing ever because it's like he just kept pressing <laughs> the button. And then Christian Horner got on the got on the radio. Was like Max, just press it once, just chill out. Press it once, <laughs> bro. He's just walloping on that because it wouldn't open. That's because you keep closing it, bestie. Yeah. <laughs> Look. If you keep smacking it, that's not gonna help. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And he kept, no one has ever responded to that. He was so mad on the radio. Like, just let me drive. Like, bestie, he's trying to help you. You just yeah. You, you he's chill trying to just let you drive. Want. And then he still wins the race. Like, yeah, he, I hate it. He, I hate he drove it. off the track, even. Like, I thought it was over at that point. God. But, like, no. And <laughs> and there was the drama of the team orders, which, like, looking back on it, I'm just like, yeah, he was probably faster than Sergio anyways. I mean, he was. And he was probably going to pass yeah. him anyways. But at the same time... But also, Sergio Perez, what were you expecting? Yeah. This team has been built around... Max Verstappen since he got signed to the Red Bull Junior program yes, when he wasn't right. even an F1. Yes. They were priming for him since then. Like yeah. so No, yeah. this was not gonna Sergio's be a team. Like, Sergio's like, I gotta go talk to my team about it. Like, come on. They're gonna tell you to sit down and shut up. Yeah. Like, I, that's it. I liked what he said on the radio. It's like, this isn't very fair, but okay. <laughs> but okay. Okay. <laughs> that's a that's a big mood. <laughs> that is a big mood. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and like, oh my god, but Twitter was really upset about it, and I I mean, I was yeah. also upset about it, because I did not want, I didn't I, like Verstappen, I didn't want to see him well, win that race. Zach, you and I were texting, like, oh my gosh, do you think they'll do team orders? And you were like, no, I don't think so, and I'm like, I think they will. And then, like, literally ten minutes later. Yeah, well, oh. I think... It would have been different if they were both racing on the same strategy. The fact that mm -hmm. Max was clearly faster, I think, yeah. made them look better doing it. Because I think it was more mostly just to not risk a collision. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. Or just yeah. drama. But, yeah. which, you don't want fair that. enough. You don't want a Mercedes in Spain moment. Yeah. Like, that's the last thing you need. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, pr I mean, props on Max for having an issue and not completely DNFing and coming back to win and getting through those DRS issues and... Bolton mm -hmm. Herta behavior avoided out here. Honestly, like, like I've been, I, I mean, we, I've been criticizing Colton Herta for like, you know, if Colton Herta was in that situation, he would have wrecked. Yeah, right. And the battle with <laughs> oh, George, no. the battle with yeah. George was really good. Like it that was, was so good. Oh, George again. George Russell was driver of the day for me. Like he was so entertaining. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But besides and, that, and then Lewis. Oh yeah, Lewis, Lewis wanted to park. Lewis wanted to park it after his collision with uh, Magnuson yeah. on lap one, I think. Yeah. And then he came back and finished sixth. Like, that was a crazy drive, awesome. too. He was ready to say, okay, I'm done. Yeah, that was nice. I... Good for him. Because I want Lewis to win it so was. bad. I feel so bad for him after Abu Dhabi. Too. Yeah. Me too. And I think, you know, I'm Mercedes not recovering from Abu Dhabi. Bad. Oh, girl. Me neither. I was getting Abu Dhabi vibes last night at the All-Star Race, while I was just like, mm. Yeah, that that's where uh, Michael Massey yeah. uh, got his new job at. He works we at Texas. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a murder race. We're having a murder race. He officiates. 
No, someone needs to put the context of like a video where it's like the the caution coming out with Blaney leading. It's like we decided to go motor racing. <laughs> oh, that's terrible! Oh, that's that's good. terrible. <laughs> oh, I cannot do gosh. this. This is wrong. No, Mikey, no. You're not right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is that oh, all we got to say about Formula One this week? I think so. All right. Um, before we move on, good luck to everyone having conversation with their co-workers this week about the Indy 500. No, it's not a NASCAR race. And no, it's not formula racing. It's not formula cars. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's better. It's its own thing. Oh my gosh. It's, that, it's the never-ending struggle. It's either NASCAR or formula cars. Um, so, yep. we're going to make fantasy picks. Um, so, Elizabeth, me and Alex, we, we have oh, a little maybe. competition going on. Um, uh-huh. Alex did... Did we want her to pick first? And like, like how is this? Yeah, so let's do what we did with uh, Jackson last week. Uh, Elizabeth, whoever you pick, you're going to take off the table Ooh. for us. Okay. Ooh, yes. oh, that's fine. And this is just, yeah. for, this is just for Indy and um, NASCAR. We could do F1 picks okay. just for this week, just for funsies, if we want. Yeah. Why not? Because it's Monaco. So. Yeah. 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 It do be Monaco. And do it before qualifying, so it's hard. So. <laughs> yeah. That's how I always make my fantasy picks. The oh, yeah. like IndyCar fantasy picks open on like Thursday, and I'm like, I'm just gonna pick them now. So I'm never gonna remember. And yeah. right. like they weren't bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Elizabeth, who do you think is going who's your pick for the Indianapolis five hundred? Um I've said Pato Award and Alex Palou, so I'm going to change my answer and say Renus VK. Okay. Ooh! Okay. Renus is going to win. Okay. That's a really and, good yeah. pick. Ed Carpenter owned. That's cool. It's, it's going to be Bitcoin's best day of the year. Oh, and then oh, no. it's all going to be Very downhill true. from here. Yep. Reddit's going to yep. be intolerable. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to have to log off for a little while. <laughs> All right, Alex, it's time for us to go head to head. Um, we, yep. So we do our picks at the same time. So, and if we match, then Ooh. we both can't pick them. So if we both say, and they're gone. If we That's both gone. said, like, obviously we can't pick it, but if we both said Renus VK, yeah. well, he's off the table. So, Alex, yeah. are you ready? Gotcha. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Alex, Marcus Erickson. Okay. Girl! Ooh, Marcus! That's a dark horse pick. That's yes. a good one. Okay. So I Zach, need to dark horse, but I could see it. Yes, Alex. So, remember how I picked Marcus Erickson at the Detroit race he won last year? Yes. And you're like, really? That just gave me deja vu. So it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. And he has a tendency to win crazy races. I think that we're in for a crazy race. So, period. Marcus Erickson. And I think okay. he's been arguably the most consistent Ganassi car all month because Dixon's kind of been up here, then down yeah. here. Hello's yeah. kind of been in the middle. Yeah. Jimmy, I wouldn't really. Jimmy's yeah. hard to read. I think Erickson's yeah. the best fantasy car. Yeah, I really do. I I just wanted to take Polo off the table because I feel like he's a good chance for a top three. Oh yeah, he's just yeah. Fast. that's very smart. And I I know I've been saying here Team Penske, like maybe I was thinking I, you were going to take Joseph. That's why I, I didn't block Polo. I just feel like it's so hard to pick one of the three Penske cars. I mm-hmm. feel like any of them can win, and I think I really agree. one of them will win. But Alex Pelot can give me a second or third. So, and <laughs> I will I will reiterate if we had dark if we made dark horse picks, I would pick uh, Calum Eilat. Yeah, hundred percent. That's, That's so crazy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Callum Island. Like, that's so crazy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> My dark horse is Jimmy Johnson. So. <laughs> that's fair. That's, like that's that good. One. Yeah. All right. So, the right. Coca-Cola 600. Um. Big race this weekend. I made my preseason prediction that this race would be positively positively well recepted. Um, mm-hmm. So going back to that, and I, I think I'll be right. Hopefully, uh, after Texas, I'm not so sure. I Bestie, say, after, well, I don't know. After Texas, though, everything can look better. Yeah, true, true. And t- well, I'm really just concerned with the tires, but um, we'll have like 11 right. options for tires, but it's okay. Um, so Elizabeth, who do you think is going to win the Coca-Cola 600? I'm gonna pick Denny Hamlin. He's gonna drive angry, okay. and he's gonna he's gonna tag people out. Dennis. He's gonna end up to James Dennis is gonna take it. Twitter's gonna be a great <laughs> Sunday night. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool, Denny Hamlin. All right, Alex, are you ready? I am ready. All right, three, two, one. Kyle Ross Bush. Chastain. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Oh, I like both. There of was these. one week where. At Darlington, I pick Chastain and you pick Kyle Busch. So that's fun. Yes. Interesting. Mm. Listen, you keep picking Chastain and keep winning. I'm done. <laughs> I, I want. <laughs> it's I want proven. It. It's proven by science. Yes. And you keep picking Kyle Larson. He keeps messing up. He's probably going to win now. Yeah. He's going to win on. that neither of us picked him. So. Yep. <laughs> the one that's time neither of us picked him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then you wanted to make uh, F1 picks too. Yeah, why not? Um, it'll be interesting. Okay. So, Elizabeth, who do you think is going to win Monaco? Charles Leclerc. I'm picking him. I have Charles. faith. He's going to rally. Charles. He's going to do it. Little Chuck's going to get the win. Little Chuck. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> Little Chuck. Girl. <laughs> I think he's got it. I think he's got it. He's got enough bad luck. Karma is on his side at this point. Like, he. This man can't get any worse. Okay. Please give him one good thing. Okay. Interesting. Despite Ferrari, Ferrari will fuck up a pit stop. Yeah. True. I'm just going to call Probably that right now. But despite that, he will win. T. All right, Alex. Um, T. That's interesting. Okay. Alex, are you ready? Yeah. We're, we're going to do it how we do it. I'm ready. All right. Three, yeah, two, ready. one. Max for Max for Stappen. Okay. okay. Oh! I thought, I thought, yeah, <laughs> get him out of the way. All right. This is where uh, it gets interesting. Okay. This is where it gets interesting. Okay. I think I know. I think I know. Yeah. I'm going. It's a little I bit. Think... I'm swinging a little bit. I'm, I think I'm good. All right. Three, two, one. George Russell. Sergio Perez. <laughs> okay. I'm swinging. I'm swinging. My boy's. My boy George is scoring. Scoring this weekend. He's scoring. I think I thought it, of, I thought about Russell, but then like if something happens to Max, it'll probably Perez. Well, let's think about it. So. He's gonna qualify really good, and qualifying's literally the most important. What thing. matters? So True. something crazy happens, George will be there. He's been finishing third yeah. and fourth all season long. I feel like he's ready. Yeah. So. And you know, I I was like, oh, what about signs? I'm like, no, he's gonna wreck probably again. So no, he's gonna start um, like tenth. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's going to make a mistake. Bestie, Bestie, oh my god, he wrecked, or he spun at Spain, too, which is so embarrassing. What are you doing, right. honey? Calm down. Yeah, I feel doing? bad for him. He did finish the I race, know. right? Didn't he win our flop of the week, like, two weeks in a row, I'm Carlos? Sure. He I was think almost, he did. He was almost at this week again, but then NASCAR had their race. So. Yeah, he was a contender for this week, but then NASCAR 
took it over. And so did NASCAR. I just feel so bad for him. He, I, I, just, I just know there's so much pressure on him. I feel so bad for him. And yeah, to do it in front of his own Especially this crowd, year. Mm. That's embarrassing. Yeah. All right. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for being on today's episode. We had so much fun. Thank you for having me. You are such a, so, so nice. You're such a colorful personality, and it fits right in <laughs> thank with you. me and Alex. Like, I hope It was an old vibe. I hope you guys um, at home or wherever you're listening enjoyed it. Um, Elizabeth, you um, your Twitter is at Eliz underscore Blackstock, right? Yes, that's and correct. We're going to put it in the description. So follow Beautiful. her. Follow, follow her. Follow her on Twitter. <laughs> To keep up with um, your book, Racing with Rich Energy, yes. um, all your little adventures in the motorsports world. You're going to Indy yep. this weekend. Um, there's that picture mm-hmm. of the credential snapped in half. That's pretty cool. That made me laugh. <laughs> that one did. Follow us, the Gay Racing Podcast, on Twitter at Gay Racing Pod. Um, I'm at Dreamy Zach GP. Alex is at New Gay Den um, because it's New Garden it's... but gay. <laughs> it's new garden but replace the r with the y yes Yes. (laughs) so thank you guys so much for listening we hope you guys enjoyed and we'll see you guys to talk about all the racing next weekend next week bye bye bye